0: Hello. Hello. Good evening. How are we doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Not too bad.
1: Yeah. Had a productive day? Yeah, it was pretty productive as productive can get. How about you? Yeah, it's been good. It's been decent. I feel like I've been busy this whole week, to be fair, but yeah. It's just too good. I know. It's literally Tuesday. I feel like <laughs> the week should be done already. <laughs> But at least we've got some topics to speak about to keep up. Exactly. Fun. Some juicy hot topics. Juicy, 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 juicy. This, this has been like sitting there for like how many weeks now? It's been, bre- <laughs> it's been brewing for a long time, to be fair. Because yeah. usually we do like hot topics like pretty much straight after they come out. Like we do it, like two weeks after. Mm. But this has been because obviously we had the Michelle episode and then we had the the Destiny Child episode. So now it's just been brewing. So yeah, we've got a lot to talk about.
0: We do we do we do but yeah let's get into it hello everybody welcome to the Rate podcast the podcast where we talk about all things music and popular culture i'm carl cnn and i'm ollie vade and today we are bringing you another hot topics episode let's jump right into it so first on our list Tia Maori filed for a divorce from her husband, Corey Hardick, and they have been together, well, married for 14 years. And I've been, I believe they've been together for like 20 plus years. What do we think? Divorce is on the
1: cards. Mm. I don't know which one it was yet. Do you remember one of the sisters? They, they said something about, um, there's some comment about their husband and, and Mayo. What was it? I think it might have been Tamira, because She's with a white man. That's it. So it's that one. That's the one that everyone dragged for saying. I can't remember what the comment um, was, but it was just so funny. It's something about Mayo and. Ugh, I wish I knew the comment now. I should have looked it up. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> this is the the other the other one.
0: Um, I it so interesting, by the way, that like one of their twins, and then they're obviously they're both mixed race, and then one of them is married to a black man, and one of them is married to a white man. I find that very like fascinating. I don't know why.
1: Spirit of Tamira, um, <laughs> <laughs> Spirit of Tamira. <laughs> I just always found Tamira weird But anyway, we're not talking about her, we're talking about Tia um, <laughs> So yeah, 14 years, that's a long time That's actually such a long time, it's crazy um, I don't know, I mean, have they been having issues?
0: I don't know, like, the, the thing is their divorce doesn't seem like it's a messy one So like, it doesn't seem like there's... Um... I think the they, the reason they filed for divorce was like that. Oh, there's some dumb reason that Americans always give. It's like a like irrepressible, something, irre-something, differences. Ir- ir- incro- I don't know the word. It,
1: oh, I know what you're trying to say. I can't remember the word either. Yeah,
0: it's something irrepressible, certain differences. <laughs> it means you, there's, I don't know, nothing could be done. I don't know what it means. But yeah, that, so there's no, like, he didn't cheat or she didn't cheat according to the streets. Um, It just seems like they've been together for a long time and... um. Upon doing a deep dive into the relationship, I believe that when he was starting out his in his career, she was holding him down because obviously she's been a star since she's a teenager or whatever, with her sister. So um I don't know, maybe they just grew apart. I don't know. But then I've seen they've like been commenting on each other's pictures and selling each other love and he's on a new show and she's been supporting him and it seems like they're like gonna co parent very well. So um I don't really know yeah it's unfortunate I feel like there's been a slew of divorces like recently as well like people just filing for divorce recently and then, I don't know I feel like once you get to a point of it being like passed at x amount of time if it's not toxic then I feel like you should try to work it out I don't know that's me personally speaking but what do you think about the whole divorce or well, their divorce in particular
1: I mean it's hard I guess if the relationship isn't working It's hard to work out it. But I guess I do agree with what you're saying Like 14 years is a long long time So yeah. um, And like you said There was no real re- reason or issue it was just because they're basically, They probably just fell out of love or whatever Yeah uh, which is sad It's sad because they've got kids as well Exactly Thank So you. I mean Yeah it's sad wait, anyway. I guess Celebrity relationships are always weird It's just I don't, It's just hard to know What goes on behind the actual Like closed doors and stuff But, um, yeah, I just think it's just sad. And like you said, there has been a lot of divorces and stuff, which is, I guess it's that time of year. I don't know. But Americans are are weird because, like, that that word that we can't say. But, like, I feel like something like that would never happen in the UK. Like, Mm -hmm. you didn't, like, people, I don't think you could get a divorce just by saying there's differences or whatever that word is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't even know they were, to be fair, I, I wasn't really following them before the announcement, so I didn't really know what problems they were having so
0: yeah, yeah. Same, i didn't read really it either i did not think they had any issues really it did not seem like they did anyway it's iraq irrecon- era considerable different i can't speak generally so this is not helpful. inconcilable is it? it it says irreconcilable yeah some but irreconcilable <laughs> differences irreconcilable means yeah. that they um things between two married people cannot be resolved It sounds weird me saying it now But I'm sure that somebody will pronounce it better than us Yeah, please tell us because I I don't know
1: Exactly (laughs) (laughs) For all, for all But yeah, divorce is sad, as you said, always Yep, it is Um, On a very much lighter note So I don't know if uh, Did you watch the Savage Fetchy shows?
0: I've seen a couple of them I think Beer performed that one, that's what the one I watched That wasn't too long ago Uh, Beer,
1: so, yeah, so if Volume 4 has been announced. Mm. Um, she pretty much does one, uh, what am I going to say? Uh, pretty much every year, actually. Mm. And she has, like, so many different, um like, guest stars and celebrities come through for each... And everyone's got bigger and bigger. So it's become quite a big thing for her. And people, yes. are, like, really look forward to it, which is uh, nice to see. It's, like, something that... I guess people look forward to because, as we know, we haven't got really got any music from her. So I think there's, like, one way to like get their Rihanna fix but it's actually a really good show and she really does put her effort into it and you can tell that she's like such a big business woman right now Um, and but yeah that's an, that's been announced and also that's been that's November and also as we know Wakanda's coming out Wakanda Forever's coming out in November as well can't remember the date but apparently she's uh, recorded two songs for the soundtrack for that movie so that's going to be the first taste of music we've had from Rihanna for like six years now so i'm actually really excited i know i don't um i don't know if you're a big fan of soundtrack songs i don't think you are but i'm really looking forward to it. i think the kind of soundtrack will be good so i'm looking forward to it and apparently she's recorded the song that she's recorded is like the the what's it called the credits scene
0: The it's
1: oh, um, the like an end song so it's not going to be like one of the bigger ones which okay. is good i'm just excited to hear new music from Miranda, to be fair um also, I don't know if you saw, she's also rumoured to have a guest appearance on Jeezy's new album. Yeah,
0: I, his album came out and I don't think he was, she was on it, so I don't uh, know if it was Clout Jason or what.
1: That was just a rumour then. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, getting us hyped up for no reason. For no reason at all. Um, but yeah, what do you think about her being on the soundtrack?
0: Yeah, I think that would be a good reintroduction to music because it's been such a long time. Um, I do sometimes like some soundtrack songs, so like I think I heard Cher about a baby by Ari Lennox. When I was watching Creed in the cinema, um, so yeah, I do like some. Sound- and I, um, kalani's gangster from Suicide Squad. So like, there's a few soundtrack songs that I do hear, and I'm like, oh my god, what is that song? I need to like find out when I get out of the cinema. Um, yeah. So I do like a good soundtrack song. And Rihanna does a. Does she do a good soundtrack song? What's
1: that one that she did for that cartoon movie? Yeah, she did a whole thing. Like she basically she did the whole album. Like she's she had like four or five songs for that one movie. Yeah. I um, don't really remember any of them. I'm not gonna lie to you.
0: I face, towards the sun.
1: Yeah, I don't know like that song. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was another one with um I oh, don't know that was Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wait. Also wait, hold on, what was American Oxygen for? Was that for a movie as well? Or... No, that
1: was just a random song. Oh okay. Um mm. oh she did a soundtrack for that film. What was that film? But it was called, the song was called Sledgehammer. Was it Ocean's Eleven or? No. Ocean's... It was one, and in the video, she was like one alien or whatever. I don't even, I don't even ever had that song, but it's what film was that for? Oh my God, that's going to annoy me now. Um, You'll figure it out. Don't worry, friend. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But anyway, yes, yeah, so, so she's not new to soundtracks. Yeah,
0: I just don't feel like that's her thing as of yet. Like, you know, some artists have come up big off soundtracks. Um, she just has her own, like, you know, crazy mad she's done well without having to have a big soundtrack song basically as well but i think this is good because this will kind of forever and it's, i think it's going to be a big movie everyone's looking forward to it yeah i think it'll be a good um, it'll be good it will probably do well as well because it's yeah. like oh, God, Rihanna. and then this film is going to be very
1: like you know sold out every every week mm-hmm. i'm definitely going to go watch it yeah too. Um, but yeah excited anyway so people are saying that i was reading mm-hmm. on twitter people are saying there's going to be a good way like a segue into her super bowl performance
0: yeah i think uh, she's lined
1: stuff up really well if I'm yeah like, we know that she's like she knows what she's doing so very strategic i like it um hopefully that means that after this and like in between this and the super bowl hopefully she might release a single even if it's not the lead single or whatever might be it'll be good for her to like release something Um i wouldn't even be mad at her you know what she did before auntie when she released like uh, four or five seconds, bitch, Better have my money and American Oxygen, mm-hmm. and obviously they wasn't on the album. I wouldn't even be mad at her doing something like that, just just so we get a taste of like new music. Um, yeah, just spitting out random songs. Mm-hmm. And those songs like Bitch, where have my money and four or five seconds were actually really, like they actually were they did really well. Yeah, they did. They did charted well, like top twenty,
0: both of them. Like mm-hmm. and considering that like, they weren't really singles and they didn't really include them on the album, but it's you can tell that she was figuring out what direction to go in.
1: Four Yeah, one barnyard anthem yeah. And then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Turn up And <laughs> some random American oxygen That song is just so random It is so random I don't even understand what
0: American oxygen is Like, why is it different from British oxygen? Please let me know But um, no British oxygen <laughs> I, don't, I don't
1: understand Breathe out Breathe in That's no, such a random song uh, Anyway, I'm looking forward
0: to new music from Rihanna Yeah, me too And we will definitely review the Super Bowl Because how can we not? Yes,
1: yes, yes I'm going to try and stay up and like watch it live Mm, you said this last year. I know, but you know, it's said. I know this time you, I <laughs> yeah, like you I might be more like yeah. I will. yeah.
0: <laughs> true, true that. Um, in other news, Summer Walker's Over It has turned three, so it was released in early October two thousand nineteen. It's been three years, and it's her first studio official studio album. Did very well, double platinum in America. Um, hosted singles like Playing Games, Um, Girls Need Love, and yeah, I think Summer, I think i don't know what album i prefer i feel like i like the i prefer the newer albums i still over it in terms of like the songs that are not singles if that makes sense it hasn't been that many singles but i mean i like the whole album on the whole whereas in terms of the first album i think i liked more so these singles and then maybe a few other songs on the album but what were your favorite songs from um
1: over it i think i'm the complete opposite i think i prefer over it you know Really? Um, yeah. Honestly, over it's like such a good album. Um, actually, pretty much like pretty much every song apart from, um, what's that song called? Stretch you out. I don't like stretch you out. Not really. I was just, it's just a bit weird. I didn't even know what it's about. Um, I'm talking about stretching out something. Yeah, but it's, like just, it just, it's just <laughs> yeah, it just it just not sit right. What I mean? Um, but yeah, over it in all in all is like such a strong album. I think my favorite definitely was playing games. Yeah. Over it, this, the title track. Um, Anime. I used to love that song. I still do. Um, and also, there was another song. Oh, Junk Dialing. Mm. I used to love that song. Um, all in all, though, like very good singles, very good like body of work, and definitely what made her get her name. Yeah. Um, well, Girls Need Loved It, and she released that before, but mm-hmm. I think she did well to back it up on uh, on over it, and I think people, a lot of people, still regard it as well like one of the best RB albums yeah in a long time it's been like one of the best like we've ever, we've ever received
0: we've ever like we have we've had in the last couple of years and i think she's definitely put army back on the map as one of the new generation of r&b singers so i can appreciate her for that to be honest with you um what do i like from the album i like the singles i like playing games I like coming come through i like body I like potential as well, actually. That was one of my favourite non like single releases. Um but yeah, overall actually is actually a pretty good album, to be fair. But I feel like I find myself going back to more songs from her newer album, even though there's more songs, I believe. But um either way, she's like I feel like they just they didn't push her enough, or they her label haven't pushed her as much as they could have. Because I think she's like got such amazing star power that they could literally have squeezed out so many videos from her. I mean, as soon as she announced she was pregnant. You guys could have, like, worked her to the bone and got her to record videos, like, in advance, so that Elise is out of the way, instead of waiting, like, nine months to release the remix with Cardi B and
1: Scissor. I don't understand. But anyway, but they that's said, They said, well, not they said, she said that she wanted to re- record videos for, um I think it was Toxic and I'm um, loyal with X. Yep. So that just makes me think that her label are just not really backing her. I don't know why, because when she... The second album had so much hype around it when it It came out. It did. Every song, except for the prayer with Sierra basically tried on the Hot 100 at one time. And so how does that not tell you that you need to back this girl? Like, I don't get what the whole thing was. I don't know if they they were, like, fighting over what singles to release or whatever, but, I mean, it just doesn't... Do you know how long they took to, to release No Love? It just... From um, then I was just like this whole project is just it's just gone now.
0: It's yeah, just gone. it's annoying because it's like it's literally like they didn't capitalise off the hype because the song had peaked at like number like twelve or thirteen the one hundred if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So that is their giving you like, hey, next single, let's get it rolling. But like they just moved so slow to release the video how many months later? On Loyal should have got a video as well. Mm-hmm. Those two songs should have got videos, and then I think Toxic would have been a good Toxic or one of the other songs.
1: I think she she said that she I can't remember when she said it. But she said she wanted Toxic as the first single.
0: Yeah, I mean, but I do X for a reason. Yeah, and X for a reason is a good like. I know you liked it at the time, but do you still like it?
1: I mean, I haven't really revisited it to be to be fair, but I do. I don't. I, I mean, I do, I'm not mad at it as a as a lead single. Mm-hmm. I think I prefer it over Toxic as a lead single. To be fair, mm-hmm. um. But that just proves, that like, the whole rollout was just messy from the from the start because she didn't even have the single that she wanted, so.
0: Exactly.
1: I don't think she... She probably wasn't really invested in the, in it as well because of the whole label drama and behind-the-scenes stuff as well. That's it's just so a shame to see. Yeah, especially when you put... The, I feel like when you put they push another song and you want to release another song,
0: sometimes they can get it right, label. Sometimes they can get it wrong. I feel like she should have fought because I think X for a Reason was a different direction for her, but it would be been nice to just leave it on the album as, like, you know, an album track, I think. 'Cause her signature sound is like more so of a mid-tempo, slow kind of vibe. Mm. I don't know. I guess I was trying to do something different, but you know, that doesn't always pay off. So
1: No, definitely not. Yeah. Anyway, all in all, a very, very good album.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, moving on to new music, we have DVSN with What's Up featuring Jagged Edge. And then we have a whole project from Babyface called Girls Not Out. Um, which is a good I haven't listened to it, but I think it's such a good when I saw it, I was like, this is such a good idea. Like I've I've never really seen that before um well correct me if I'm wrong Um, I don't think I I don't think it's really been a thing I think it's a really good idea and you said that you enjoyed it so I'm going to definitely give it a listen um you want to tell us what your faves are
0: yeah so um I've listened to about maybe I think everything except for like three no two songs oh no I listened to the whole thing Was it? I was in a gym I was listening to it and then uh, it stops and starts playing something else. So, yeah. Um, I like Liquor with Ari Lennox, one of my faves. Seamless with Kelani is a good song. There's also a song with uh, Tiana Major, who Taylor say less that is nice. In fact, the album's quite good, but my favourite, I think one of my favourites is actually, there's a song with Emma, a singer of rapper called Baby Tate, um, and it's called Don't Even Think About It. So, I think generally there's something for everybody on this album because he's worked with such a wide range of like singers and female artists my only thing is that i don't like there's a gripe i have because i feel like a lot of the songs like seven street are like keeps doing this upbeat like r&b like talk rapping thing and i just want her to sing like i don't want to hear her like doing <laughs> like she just be. did you, did you not
1: like 23 no i don't i <laughs> <laughs> do like this i love
0: the video as well, but yeah
1: i didn't I would, okay
0: i seen you post it and i I seen you liked it but like I just want her to be going back to saving all my love I want her to go back to and it won't stop like just sing stop this whole twerky twerky like upbeat it's not look it works for people like Beyonce and maybe sometimes Sierra okay but not everybody can do this talk rap thing talk sing thing all the time okay baby girl you have a voice from the heavens just use it to sing I beg
1: I think that's kind of what um, I don't I guess uh, what's the word like the disconnect with the as it is now mm-hmm. um, so when she first came out she was she kind of like offered something different um, mm-hmm. like saving all my love that was a good a good use of the sample mm-hmm. um, and then she had before I do which is a really good song and then she had um obviously the song with Chris Brown and they were all really really good songs, but I feel like now ever since maybe even actually gold ever since Girl Disrupted, she kind of you can't really decide for what kind of artist she is. It just kind of sounds like generic R&B songs.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. There's like no special, there's like nothing special because it just feels like any R&B girl could make those kind of songs.
0: That's the issue I'm having, yeah. Because it's just like, this doesn't sound like anything distinct. It just sounds like the normal, like what I hear from all the newer R&B artists, they make these like talk singy songs that are very generic and they're like, it's almost like they're rapping but they're singing a little bit but not quite. And I'm like, this is why Ari Lennox and People like SZA and um, Summer Walker, or Sam, Summer Walker and SZA and Ari, I'll say Ari, are like thriving more so in terms of the RB world because they actually just sing, and I think people just miss like people just singing instead of this whole, are you a rapper or are you a singer,
1: blend. So yeah, which is it's definitely a trend at the moment. Um, but when I was looking at the tracklist, I definitely I was like more most intrigued about the song with of Long. Yeah, um, that sounds good as well. And Tink, so.
0: Tink um, has that same thing going on as well, that whole like talking and rapping, because she is a rapper as well. So um, give her a bly because she does rap. But yeah, I was just like, yeah, this sounds like everything I've heard from her in the past. So I'm not going to lie. Not that, you know, not that sold about it, if I'm honest with you.
1: Um, I'll definitely give it a listen, though. Because I remember the lead single is the song of LMA, isn't it? Yes, it is. Does it fit in with the album? Is that um, like the whole.
0: I think it does, yeah. I think it does fit in with the vibe, I think. Like, it seems very, very like, relationship-oriented like, in terms mm-hmm. of the themes. So I think it makes sense. Like, it's, like, love and, like, relationships and, like, lust and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, and communication and relationships. So, yeah, it definitely fits in. Um, I think after a few listens, the song sounds a bit better to me now because I liked it when I heard it. I hadn't listened to back to it. And then I've listened to it again, like, a couple of times, like, over the last couple of days because I've been listening to the album
1: generally, so... Yeah, it fits in. I definitely give it a go. Yeah. Um, or me. Speaking of Ari Lennox, as you mentioned her before, she has a new video called P.O.F. Um, I'm just going to say that she her song Shade by a Baby" is now certified gold, which is good. This is this brings back just goes back to a conversation we were having like a week or months ago when we were saying that people don't appreciate artists who might not necessarily have a hit on the charts but all their songs or not all their songs but most of their songs go gold or, or certified mm. some sort of certification and no one really takes that into consideration when saying that an artist is successful which I think needs to change to be fair um maybe we should have a proper discussion on that um uh, but I do definitely think that certification should be a bit more like what's the word not promoted uh, more like appreciated mm. Um, especially with like lesser known artists like Arianox and Summer Walker and blah blah But yeah, I'm happy that the song Shade but A Baby's Gold is still a good song to be fair. I don't really? I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm not really messing with much of her new music. Um I still haven't listened to the album to be fair, but <laughs> it's just that it's just, it just hasn't nothing has really like grabbed me to go and listen to the album. So yeah. Have you seen the new video? POF?
0: Yeah, I watched it. Um I think her videos are nice generally speaking. I don't really like the song. Tomorrow, like. <laughs> but the video is nice, it's cinematic. Um, and sorry, I've not it specified like when I wrote when we wrote you down, it was the, her album that is gold Oh, okay, yeah, they a baby, yeah. The whole still, album whatever
1: I said stands,
0: yeah, it does, does that still, <laughs> still applies. So, yeah, it's nice, as you said, and it's true, I think, like, again, with what you said, I think, like, people might not consider somebody successful, but like, I feel like because. Just because they, the song might not chart or whatever, or the album might not chart that well, but then eventually it goes gold or platinum. So I think that in, is, in itself is successful, like, whether it debuted at number one. Because you can debut at number one and then fall off the chart the
1: next week, as many people have done. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yep. Yeah. Happy for her anyway. She seems to be in a better place than she was before.
0: Exactly. So that's good. Um, I'll tell you another set of news. There's, like, been so many... Albums and projects like Certified Gold as well So Tiana's, Tiana Taylor's Bear With Me has been Certified Gold I
1: love Next,
0: that song yeah, it's a nice song <clears throat> Megan and Dua Lipa's Sweetest Pie Has been Certified Gold I'm not surprised at that I mean eventually it's going to happen It's got Dua Lipa attached to it mm-hmm. so, Yeah. Um, Tamar Braxton Surprisingly got her first ever RIAA certification With um, her song Love and War So that's mm-hmm. been Certified Platinum That is an old-ass song. That was in, like, 2013. Literally, when we were, like, either just (laughs) starting uni or just finished college, even between that, like, that's a long time. I just, yeah. I mean, I'm happy for her, because I just feel like, if your music isn't certified, like, I don't know. I'm just thinking in my head, like, did they just take long to update the certifications, or was it certified platinum a long time ago? I hope, you know, either or. But well done to her either way, Mm -hmm. I guess. She doesn't really make music anymore, does she? I haven't heard of, black like, projects from her for a while. I know she's doing other things, like she'd be hosting, like, reunion shows for, like, reality TV, and she's, she does tour, she tours a lot, and stuff, so, um, I think that's where she gets most of her money from, and obviously they had their show, The Braxton, family, family Values, but their sister, Tracy, her source mm. of peace, died, so I don't know if, they, I don't think they'll continue the show with her. No, I don't think they will. And that's okay if they don't, because, yeah. Um, and lastly, Bruno Mars has become the first artist to have Six diamond certified songs, so he's got six songs that have sold ten million like in sales, and that's I'm not surprised right. at that. Either I'm not even because he's got monster hits. Like when you think about Bruno Mars, you think about some of his like biggest songs, like Twenty Four, um, K Magic, and um, Uptown Funk. Even, though... I was Grenade. Yeah, Grenade.
1: What's like... that? What's the beautiful, beautiful? Just the, Just way, the beautiful... way you are. Yeah, that one. Just the way you are. That's it. Yeah, yeah. He's been and he didn't out for time. He was like, he came out when we were in school. Yeah, he did.
0: Yeah, literally, just like he would just yeah, he did, which is crazy to think. And his career just kind of skyrocketed. Um, so, wanted well to hear, I'm not surprised. He's one of the artists that yeah, like I listen to, but like not like that. Like I've never listened to any of his albums fully before. I just like hear the songs that he releases, and I'm like, oh, I like that song. I like that song. Um, so yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not surprised at, it at all. <laughs> yeah. um, I just want to add in there that. I saw today that um, Sam Smith's song "On Holy" with Kim Petras is number one in the Hot 100 now. Woo! Um, it's actually a really good song. I actually love it. Did you listen to it? I did. I heard it on on YouTube, and then I just I come to you, I just listened to it. Yeah, it's okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> we will leave <use> that. <laughs> I right. yeah. I think it's a Bob set so well down, Sam Smith. All right. um, so, in weirder news. Um, I don't know what's going on to be fair but yeah so Lauren Hill's daughter Selena Marley who's also the also the daughter of Damon Marley um, and Candice Owens wear White Lives Matter t-shirts at the Kanye West show and I don't know if you guys know but Kanye West has made some comments in the past couple of weeks about, well not comments but he was wearing the White Lives, he actually made his kids wear the White Lives Matter t-shirts on like a runway show which is just crazy to me um, he also made like uh derogative comments towards jewish people as well um so all in all just not really a good week for Kanye West um have spoken about this matter before because this is not the first time he's kind of um promoted white lives matter so I mean do you have anything else to add or
0: I would say that um as we said before like the whole white lives matter thing is annoying because we know that And when we say Black Lives Matter, sorry, not that it's annoying, (laughs) I'll rephrase. When we say Black Lives Matter, we're not saying that no other lives matter, but it was just, as we said many times before, it's in reference to the fact that a lot of Black people, specifically Black males, were being killed um, unnecessarily at one point in time. Not that there's any unnecessary reason to kill someone anyway, but... um, So that's what we were pinpointing that to. So that's what it relates to. It's like Black Lives Matter, but it's like Black Lives Matter too, but it's more paraphrased, obviously, to... black lives matter not that they are the only lives that matter of course everyone's lives matter but and no one's life is more important than any other anyone else's but in this instance it's like they were not important by the way things were going so that's why we had that phrase so him doing that is just i don't know it's it's just weird to me considering that he's a black male as well like and he has like
1: black kids yeah he doesn't understand like the concept so it's just so damaging when like people the community are as they kind of like going against the the whole cause and the whole movement and how what it actually stands for. It's just weird yeah. to me. And to me, it's just kind of just speaks to where Kanye is at. And I just think honestly mentally I don't think he's all there. And I think he needs to get help. Um because he can't keep going on like this. I don't even I don't even know what could be done to be fair. But something has to be done because he's it's just it's so damaging, I think. Um, I agree. It is damaging definitely. And um Another
0: thing I feel like most people have learned by now, like, you don't mess with the Jewish community
1: in America. Like,
0: you just don't, don't no, even do In America in general, because Wiley, UK rapper over here, did the same thing and he got cancelled like immediately. And Nick Cannon also made comments about Jewish people a couple of months ago, or maybe a year ago. I don't know how long it's been now. His TV show got cancelled and like things were like getting cancelled for him. So he had to apologize very quickly. And now he's able to like kind of maneuver and still work great. So Kanye is being dropped by every person like imaginable in any every partnership, every organisation he's worked with or partnered with. They're just dropping him slowly, one by one. So if he knows what's best for him, he'll probably just apologise and just, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like there's just, you know, you can't win every battle. So whether you feel like these views are true or not, or you feel strongly about these certain things, there's just certain times you just need to pick your battles because that's not going to end well, messing with the Jewish community. They own everything. <laughs>
1: <Please>. <laughs> they own everything. Yeah. Don't play, don't play. I just think Kanye just needs to sh- to shush. I, someone said, I can't remember what I was listening to. I think it was another podcast that I listened to. Anyway, they, they were basically saying, they were talking about Kanye West, and they just basically mm. that, well, they're kind of discussing about what things could be done. And then, like, the word conservatives, yeah, conservatorship got thrown out there. And mm. I don't know if that's the best way to deal with it because I don't f- wish that on anyone. Mm. But um, at the same time, I can't really tell you what could actually be done to, like, stop him. Um, I guess there's nothing you can really do. I just think because he has kids, and th- I just think he just, just it's just crazy what he's doing, and I just don't, and because he's got such a high platform, he's got such a huge following as well. Mm-hmm. It's just it, it's kind of upsetting to think about how many people who, like, listen to his comments and then like would spread that same message around. So yeah, yeah, I don't know what could be done, but I just think that he just needs to stop. And that's that's on that's on and period. Plan on that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He's just I don't know. I don't know I don't know what it is with him. Like I don't I feel like you can't annoyingly, like sometimes in situations occur you're like you'd be like, Oh yeah, you know what, he's got mental health problems, like but it doesn't excuse somebody being an asshole. generally speaking. So like you cannot use your mental health issues or difficulties as reason to be a a bastard, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Literally. Um, yeah. That's what i will say about that, to be honest. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. <clears throat> so the people. The people were mad because Young Miami won a joint award for her talk show um at the BT Hip Hop Awards. So she won, I think it was like best hip hop platform with Drink Champs, which is another podcast run by um, former rapper now podcaster Noriega. Um, and I feel like people were moaning about this because they felt like she just started her podcast. She's had maybe about I don't know like five six episodes, um, and obviously the podcast is on Revolt, which is um brother love aka puff daddy aka diddy's platform um so people felt like she only got the award because one she's in cahoots with diddy and two yeah that's the reason basically and that she felt like she was barely just barely cracked the podcasting industry so how's she getting awards um so early on um and i kind of don't know where i stand with that because i feel like i mean i think maybe it's a bit early to be honoring her but i think she does have a good platform and she's actually quite a good interviewer. so i know that JT is obviously the one in the group who's more so um, aligned with music, I would say, and is a better rapper. Cool. because she wanted to be the rapper in the group. Karisha never wants to rap. Fine. Karisha seems to be good at speaking to people and interviewing, um, and she's generally naturally just funny as well. So I think this is her thing, and I think it's okay for her to get an award. Like, I think she's done well so
1: far. So yeah, what did you think about the whole thing? I think I'm a bit... Like you said, I think I'm a bit in, like, two minds about it, because... I I'm not like discrediting her. I do think if the talk show is good and she's doing doing a good job and people genuinely like it, gen, people are tuning in, whatever. Then you know you can't take that away from her. Mm-hmm. Um, but as, like speaking that like, as a podcaster myself, I'm just thinking about if we've been doing say like next year when we've been doing it for like two years, mm-hmm. and then hopefully, well, well, we will be more successful. Um, I'm just thinking about if a new podcast came like in the same category as us and they've been doing it for like. Three months, and then we still hadn't got an award or something. It wasn't subs- like they got something that we didn't. Mm-hmm. I think I would be a bit mad about it. I mean, I guess if I'm being honest, it's probably it would probably be jealousy. But um yeah, there's so many other podcasts that I know of mm-hmm. that been doing it for years, like literal years, mm-hmm. that haven't got the same recognition as she has. Mm-hmm. So I can see why people are mad at it. Um, but yeah, that's like I don't. I ever want to discredit someone or take away someone's like hard work or whatever. So yeah, I don't know where I stand. To be fair, I think I'm in the middle and on the fence.
0: Yeah, now that you phrase it like that, I kind of get what you mean. Um, I'm just gonna think, more because I think everybody. <clears throat> it's one of those things because in my head, I'll put it. I'll put it down to like, oh, you know, we've everyone's timing is different. So like, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna get an award for something or get getting recognition for something, or your podcast is gonna blow. For example, podcast. Um it will happen in its own time, you know what I mean? Like, everyone's journey is different. So some people, like, maybe it takes them, like, a year or two for their podcast to really pick up, um, or maybe three, and you never know. Like, it might mm-hmm. take them four or five years. And then this person, I just, it just depends, I think, on, like, the exposure you have, the relationships you have. I think, obviously, networking is important, and, like, knowing that she's got a relationship with, with Diddy, Daddy, Diddy, Daddy, Puff Daddy, Diddy, <laughs> brother, <laughs> daddy. <laughs> <laughs> It's obviously benef- benefiting her, because then she can get, you know note no 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 ter- Not- notoriety thank you how did you know what i was struggling to say <laughs> <laughs> that word or like uh, um i need to go to elocution lessons because i cannot speak to save my life so yeah that's that, that's. i don't really blame her at the same time but at the same time i, I kind of get what you mean because that's why people were a bit annoyed they were like oh drink champs has really been doing their thing with the interviews and they have like i've watched a few of their interviews and they're quite funny and they've got a good dynamic and whatever whatever but I don't know, it's it's not who you know, it's not what you know, it's who you know sometimes. It definitely
1: is who you know too. Yeah, like honestly. In this case, um,
0: that is clearly what it is. So
1: yeah. Well done anyway for winning this. She must feel really like like really good about it. Like it's it's a good thing. Exactly, either way. So what well done, way I mean, Carisha. Carisha, please. Exactly. Um, moving on. So we've got more accusations of stealing from well not from but people accusing Beyonce of Stealing a song, I don't know where this is, because this is quite a a while back now, so I don't know where the actual case has gone, but um, anyway, this group called Right Said Fred accused Beyonce of sampling I'm Too Sexy, without permission on her album Renaissance, I actually can't remember what song it was. Um, It's Alien Superstar. Alien Superstar, yeah, so I don't really know where the case is at the moment, but I just remember that they, yeah, they accused her of
0: stealing. Basically, her team responded and said that they, they have evidence that they requested when they asked the, the Right, right Side Fred guys when they can use the song, which was like earlier in the year. It was like May or March or something. So she did ask them for permission. They were aware. And, and, and I saw a post on Instagram that somebody highlighted that they had, when they had received, I think when the album came out, they were like posting how amazing they, how happy they were, sorry that they had been featured on Beyonce's album through the sample, and also Drake's in the last year because he has his song Way Too Sexy as well, which samples that song too, so that's two major two big songs, but two big artists that have sampled their song, so when they just kind of came out, left and were like, oh she didn't let them know, I was thinking, is this just controversy? Like It just kind of seemed random to me, because they were basically, they were aware they had, her team proved that they had contacted them in March or May, they cleared the sample and that was all good, they posted in like August or July, when, when the album came out, they were like, yeah, like, you know, i are so happy like Beyonce's um, credited us on this album and we've been featured on her, you know, through Sample and Drake also last year with Way Too Sexy and an amazing feature. And now they're coming to come and say they didn't know. Like, I just think people just clout chasing and trying to like start trouble with Beyonce. And I'm happy that her team slash her are speaking out against these kind of things. Because, you know, Beyonce is usually quiet when people bring mess to her. So.
1: Yeah. for some reason like people keep accusing Beyonce of doing these things I honestly don't think that she would do it mm-hmm. um, intentionally because of her name and how big she is and she just knows that she'll get backlash. Like, so why would she try and like steal from someone So I just don't think that she, that would happen and the the people around her like her team and stuff they will make sure that that doesn't happen so sometimes I just feel like like you said I think people just want to clout chase and in this instance it definitely was like clearly clout chasing so mm-hmm. Stop basically. I mean, sometimes it it's uh, a it word warranted with like you know, like with Sheeran And his <laughs> I don't even know what that's up to now, but anyway, he's got a cute so many times. <clears throat> he's that this one might be the
0: one that they might get him at in the common interview with the Ed Sheeran case anyway. But we'll see. Pending. we will see. We will see. Um, in controversial news and relationship news, um, quaver alleged that Sweetie smashed. A homie in one of his songs, he's got, a, so he's a duo now with, um he's, I don't know if he's his cousin or what, with Takeoff, the other one in the group, the one that's quieter. And, um, a lot of people thought it was like reference to Little Baby because there was a situation a couple of months ago. Saweetie was pictured on top of some guy in a Chanel store or something and then she posted it and then she got kind of dogged out by Little Baby because he didn't claim her. And then people are now saying that they think that they're reference. she's referencing Offset. So they think that Sweetie slept with Cardi B's husband, and it's just been the whole thing. I feel like Sweetie's been cussed in every direction. She's been Little Baby just released an album, he cussed her on his album. Quaver and Takeoff released an album, they just basically indirected her as well. And apparently, Offset's coming to clear up the rumor on his album regarding Sweetie, too. Cardi B said the other day, so Sweetie's getting it from all different angles. I kind of feel a bit sorry for her, if I'm honest with you, because I feel like it's a lot of smoke for one female. Um, she if would never live this Quavo thing down, man. I don't think so either. Like it just seems like such a messy end to the relationship. And now just her, she's getting dragged through the mud constantly and being accused of all these different things. And
1: just embarrassing for her, to be honest. I feel sorry for her. I feel sorry for her too because yeah, it's just taken away from <clears throat> she's supposed to have, have an album coming out. That's that's probably gonna be outshadowed by this. So it's probably gonna be a, a longer time now. So yeah, I feel sorry for her. It's, an, it's not nice having your name like dragged through the mud I don't know, just a personal life. I guess because they're celebrities, you can't really say it's a personal life. But still, I don't mm-hmm. wish, wish that on anyone. <clears exactly. <clears <throat> I agree with you. And also, I would like her to like respond
0: in a song because I feel like you these are adding you in, in music. So you're a rapper at the end of the day. Like, go and get your ghostwriter or whoever writes your music for you or with you. <laughs> <laughs> go and fire back at them. I know that they're men and whatever, but go and put it in the music so people can be talking about you. Will, even if it's not a great song, like at least you've responded, and people will be like, "Oh, did you hear Sweetie's song?" She said that you know Quavo did this or Quavo was that, or you know what I mean. Just fire back. You, yeah,
1: Your are a rapper. Put in the music. That's what I'm saying. People definitely do appreciate that in music. I think, like we said before, people like personality on songs. So <clears throat> instead of you to be singing about, I don't know, whatever she sings about, go, cool. and go and put your personal life on your music. Exactly. Because people, people will really like if she made her album about her relationship and her like. Um, her going through all this, like, name-dragging and stuff. <clears throat> I feel like that album would do really well.
0: I think it's so, because people would be interested. Like, if she... I think we we can move on because she basically was going to do pretty bitch music, whatever. And I think... We can like, move like, on from that now, so... That, exactly. <laughs> that time has passed, hasn't it? So, like, I would just say, if you want to do that, put, like, put it out as a mixtape. Whatever you have, just do that. Fine, cool. Then move into the direction of, like, talking about your relationship, your breakups, moving forward where you are now in your current space, you know, speak about, like, as you said, speak about your your breakup, how that made you feel. Be vulnerable, be transparent. Then you can, you know, move into your, your bad beat era, like, you know, she can have songs about how she's going to move on and move forward or what kind of guy she wants going
1: forward. Like, there's a whole... Fam, we need to be a and r because like because imagine like after all this she just then she brings out pretty much music. It just, just would not, ma- it wouldn't make sense. Like you'd just a, be like, what? Excuse me, like what? what do you mean? I would you just partially drag jesse Nelson into this, but
0: like it's the same thing with her because you were just crying and wowing me about your relationship with the other girls in the group and how you were bullied and fat shame and all these other horrible things that happened to you, and then you came out with the bad bad boys and it just had no like relevance to anything you had mentioned, mm-hmm. and then. You you said that the li- anyway sorry I noticed not Jesse Nelson but I'm also irritated about her because she posted saying oh guys I'm back on social I saw media I was just about break. to say that. I said who who missed you who knew I you did, were gone I didn't even know she was gone and nobody not noticed please go back <laughs> under the rock that thou came from I don't understand said help. oh don't
1: worry guys music is coming soon
0: did we I ask said, asked? <laughs> did you ask I didn't ask I was just like I did, who is why? they posted it on the blogs and I was like you lot are doing this on purpose because you know the people are going to start saying who even asked mm. nobody even noticed she wasn't around. Bear, go back under the rock she came <sighs> she frustrates me a little bit but anyway <clears throat> yes so
1: poor sweetie <laughs> <laughs> i'm so sure if jesse brings out some new music we'll have a lot to say on that so we
0: will and it, 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 she's labelless now so i just don't even know like mm-hmm. what's gonna happen to her but it's, just a sham, it's a shame it's a shamble and sorry one last thing about her i just feel like it's funny that I feel like all the girls are signed to some label or have some relationship with some label now. I can't remember which ones are on which, but I remember they've all been signed pretty much. I think, maybe, I don't know if Perry has or not, but I'm sure there's a deal on the cards for her because it's Perry. Um, But it's just weird to me that, like, she's the only one who has been dropped and had a bad relationship with her label after one song. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'm just like, one song and then you got dropped, like, or you left, whatever the situation was. So what... Was so tumultuous in that relationship with the label that you felt like, oh, go- I've got to leave. They probably told you they didn't like bad boys, and you just thought, no, let me push it. It's gonna go do well, and then it didn't work out. So, anyway, <laughs> I just feel like I can talk about her for long because I just I think you about- <laughs> I'm actually irritated. Like I feel like when we had that conversation about her like last October, a year ago now, like it was really frustrating because I was rooting for her. Like I was actually rooting for her to do well like fair enough the circumstances she left the group in what left the group in were like messy and whatever but okay let me let it go it's really, yeah Good.
1: <clears throat>
0: it's okay it's okay <laughs> i do not hate her because that's too far and i don't well, i wish her well no, not
1: hate not just yeah, no. irritated. that's very irritated mm-hmm. yeah. so in other relationship news seems like it's all going down in hollywood at the moment mm. um Eddie Murphy has agreed to pay her his ex, um, Mel B, thirty-five grand in child support for their daughter. Um, when celebrities like throw out these figures, I just think d- d- we can only dream. <laughs> thirty-five grand in child support, like that's crazy you a month. Like a month. Like what? she would never have to work again. She can go and re- she can go and retire somewhere in in, in the in the islands. <laughs> like, that's
0: crazy money, to be honest with you. Like crazy money, because I don't even and I don't know how they assess it. Because sometimes they assess it like obviously based on your earnings. I know if Eddie Murphy's probably like a millionaire. I mean, definitely is a millionaire. But like that's somebody's monthly salary that you're given to somebody. So that's someone's yearly salary, not monthly salary. Yearly salary that you're given to somebody once a month. Can you imagine? that's honestly such a crazy amount absolutely stupendous but okay you know what get how you you can to be honest so i always forget they had a brief fling and it resulted in like a child
1: so that's the thing that's what's crazy to me is the fact that they weren't even together like like that like it's not <laughs> like they were like in some long-ass marriage where they were like had a kid and whatever it just seemed just cool. crazy exactly um, yeah it's crazy. I, I I don't even know what Eddie Murphy's even doing these days. I said Eddie Murphy do anything for a while. I can't lie. But um Must be has residual checks because that's it. Probably, yeah. <laughs> right. Was, is Mel B still on um America's Got Talent? Not America's Got Talent. Is it was it America's Got Talent? It was one of them shows. I think she is. I think she's on there and I feel like she's
0: i look at her confused with Alicia Dixon now. But between one of between those American Got Talent, Australia's Got Talent. And Britain's got talent, she's not on Britain's. No,
1: Alicia's Britain's got talent.
0: Britain's. I yeah. think she's on, she was even on American or Australian, one of them, but yeah, she's been doing yeah. the talent shows with Simon. Simon likes her and Alicia Dixon, which is really funny for some meet. reason. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah
1: I remember Mel B was an ex-factor judge, that was crazy. Nice. A lot of time.
0: Yeah,
1: wait, who was it? Was it Mel B Gary Gary Barlow? Yes, Louis, and then
0: somebody else, maybe. Nicole. Was it Nicole? Who was the other? Oh, must have been Nicole. I, don't know. I feel like maybe Nicole
1: Sharon, maybe. Yeah, you know, Nicole's always there between. I yeah, know that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, just while we're talking about it, what was your favorite ever like lineup of judges? Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> here we go. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Um good question. I liked, I liked Gary. I like the one stint we had Kelly Rowland. Man. Oh my
1: god, that was—I was gonna say—that's my favorite lineup. No. Even though Denise is a bit iffy, but like, I still liked the whole lineup. I liked Gary. I actually liked Gary Barlow. That me too. That dynamic—that was X Factor. Yeah, just before it was in
0: his prime. It was just we were in college. I remember we used to run home, yeah, to go watch X Factor. I remember one time mm-hmm. we went to Stratford, me, you, and Doris, and then like it was like an X Factor day or something. So we—I remember we ran. We we're like, we're gonna miss X Factor. We have to get home on time. Like we used to watch it like religiously.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I think that definitely was my favorite lineup of judges. Um, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I actually preferred Gary Barlow over Simon Cowell. I
0: think I do too because Gary has the experience. Like, I feel like the. the I, even Louis, like, I feel like he's the experience of managing boy groups. So I think he can stay. Simon. No, mm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I actually didn't even mind Cheryl as a judge as well. I didn't even. You know what? Cheryl also was a good judge. Mm-hmm. But, the inclination of inclination, the lineup of Gary, Louis, Kelly, and Talisa it? And Teresa was my favorite, but I also liked when Cheryl was around. So like two thousand when Alexandra Burke won that year, I liked that lineup too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, that's a whole tangent, but yeah. <laughs> exactly. And sorry, one more last thing. Kelly Rowan, I love, you know, we love Kelly Rowan over here on the rated podcast. We love all of Destiny's Child, amazing, amazing group. Shout out to Michelle. Um, <laughs> but what, why did Kelly leave and go to Australia's whatever she was doing, The Voice or because, like, the, UK, the American one didn't she? What, America's got, um, The Voice, exactly. She, I don't, she did she do? She did, I think, maybe like one year or something. But then, think, like, her music, like, really the UK love her, and Kelly's music in Europe is like she does really good over here, basically. So, my thing was like. She went to Australia after that and it just didn't make sense to me because I was like, why would you leave X Factor where you have a big fan base in the UK, generally? It would just be good because every time you're there, you can just perform your songs and it will always go to a top 10 and your album will go mm-hmm. silver or gold. And yeah. that that was the, around the time of her album, Here I Am, which is a really, really good album. It was really good. And she performed, mm-hmm. I remember she performed Down For Whatever. What? I remember that as well. Yeah, X Factor. And well, I- she
1: performed a medley,
0: I think. She did She, but then she didn't perform like motivation which was annoying because obviously i get it was with the uk but like sometimes give us
1: urban you know we want to be here. i want to i something interesting though on twitter i think it was twitter um mm. about how kelly Rowland set off the whole edm trend and no one really like gives her flowers for it she did but she did commander she did with like commander
0: and like when not takes over mm-hmm. and then i think after she did it Everyone kind of like, saw, Yeah, Rihanna started doing it. Then Usher the, and Neo, everybody was like capitalizing. She said it on herself in a breakfast club. She said that once she did when not Takes Over and Commander that everybody else started doing it too. And I was like, yeah, it's true. Because I remember back in, the, when we were in, just finishing secondary school, that's when like that song, I remember that song coming out around that time mm-hmm. maybe. And then uh, years later, like EDM, 2011, 12, EDM was just very- That's funny. when it was popping off. Yeah, yeah,
1: popping off. So she did start off the trend. So That's one of the rare cases where a celebrity says something and you have you agree
0: you have to agree <laughs> literally but Kelly Rowan makes really good like Euro pop she does dance alternative rock like as she goes I love R&B Kelly but like she does I just love the fact that she's versatile and I really want her to like soak that in more on her music yeah she should play on that more yeah definitely
1: but we'll tell her one day when we interview her. Yes, when? <laughs> Manifestations. Yes. <laughs> and then the the segue into Beyonce. No, don't ever Oh no. <laughs> We're better than that. I'm joking. <laughs> um I can imagine if we ever actually like just interviewed all of what this? Creator. That would just be crazy. I may
0: I even want to interview Latavio and Latoya just because like they're... we can bring Farah as well, it's fine. Oh no no leave that one at home. <laughs> She's not. She's not recognized. She didn't last more than a year, so she doesn't
1: get acknowledgement from anything. <laughs> interviewing Latoya and Latavia would actually be very interesting.
0: I think so too. Generally speaking, I really like like hearing their perspective. especially. I see Latoya's is more present because she does like more things in the mainstream. So she does actually acts a lot and the stuff, and she's got her own YouTube channel. I watched some of her videos the other day. So yeah, it'll be interesting to hear more from her. And I saw her interview. She um, was on Tanks R and B Money podcast, and she was speaking about stuff with Destiny's Child and how Beyonce's so hardworking and how she, Beyonce used to sit in the booth with her when she was doing her parts and just amazing stuff about Beyonce, which kind of shows why Beyonce is, like, where she is at now because she just genuinely has been hardworking. Yeah, so. she did actually work hard for it, so. Exactly, so you can't knock it. Also, sorry, I know I'm going to stop it, stop it today, but, like, I it's saw like... a post on TikTok and it was, like, oh, they asked, like, some of the people on the street, who do you think is a musician that's under, overrated? And then these people said Beyonce and I just said, huh? And that, you know, whenever people say that like, Beyonce overrated, they don't ever have a reason for it. And I just thought, hmm. So then one person said they didn't have a reason for it, but then one person said because she doesn't write her own music. And I was like, mm, that's not really I'm, t- that, to- I'm tired of that trope. You can't say because someone doesn't write their music they're not overrated because of, like, she performing the song, if she wrote it or not, she's executing it. The video, if it's filmed, is her performing the song um you know what i mean she's relying the messages through the vocal performance like you can't
1: denounce somebody's talent if they didn't no. because they didn't write the song like, do you think if i could so... sing do you think I, if i could sing i just will not sing because i can't write music literally <laughs> that, no <laughs> i'm gonna be singing
0: not everybody's gift is the same so i was just thinking to myself that's such a dumb reason but people like to hate beyonce just for the sake of it because it's popular to do it's like oh you don't really like yeah beyonce is really popular so let me say beyonce for no
1: reason <sighs> okay, I think I saw that as well. I think, yeah, I definitely. I was just like, here we go again. Exactly. Here we go again for real. But it's enough
0: off-topic topics for me now. Cause let me segue into the next few. Um, So in reality TV news, Nini Leakes um, has a son called Brent. He's 23, and he had a heart attack and a stroke. Mm-hmm. And I think that's crazy that he's so young and this is happening to him. And I feel really, really sorry for him. But I'm glad that he is, I believe, recovering, recovered. So, but... At the same time, I'm like, there's mm, 23, so maybe there's something, like, there's some lifestyle changes that you can make to help yourself going forward. Because if you're overweight or whatever situation is, you smoke or whatever situation is, maybe you could cut back on those things. Because I've never heard of a 23-year-old having
1: a stroke or a heart attack in my life. Unless it's like, what's it called? Hereditary. Yeah,
0: or something. But I don't think it was. So, yeah. And she just lost, me just lost her husband last year, September, mm-hmm. to cancer. So, um, that would have just
1: been... Horrible. So I'm happy that he's recovering and hopefully he feels better. Yep. Also, just in another celebrity death news, Leslie Jordan died um, oh, yeah. last night in a car accident. I think he was 63, which is so young. To be fair, like I and it was, I was actually so shocked when I when I heard of it. But um, actually, I think he was just such a funny person, and it's just sad when someone goes too soon. So yeah, RIP to Leslie Jordan, and yeah, hopefully leaks done Brent, um, recovers. Amen. <clears throat> so, in other news, Lizzo hits back at critics, because, basically, this is the whole thing where, throughout her whole career, after, actually, after, like, her first EP, Coconut Oil, I think, when she became bigger and she became more commercialised, people have been, like, dragging her, saying that she makes music for white people. Um, which, I don't understand why that's a big thing. Like, if she wants to make that type of music, then she can make that type of music. But it's because she she's a big advocate advocate for Black rights as well. So why can't she make the music that she wants and it also mm-hmm. also stand Black people? Like, it doesn't it doesn't have just because she's Black doesn't mean she has to make like R and B. That might just mm-hmm. that might just not be the music that she likes to make. So it's just I don't get why it's such a big thing for people to like drag her. If you don't listen, if you don't like her music, you don't like her music. I'm sure you don't listen to Lizzo. So. Yeah. oh me generally yeah yeah i'm just saying like so if you don't <laughs> like so you don't like that type of music so you wouldn't go and like listen to lizzo so why can't people just follow the suit and just don't listen to it if you don't like it you don't have to comment on everything
0: yeah no it's true i feel like i agree with 100 i don't really think that like i get it's so weird to me because as you said like people are multifaceted so like there's um white artists that sing soul music or r&b music like jesse well not jesse jo, jojo and um i can't think of anybody else right now but adele sings like soul music basically cool and then you have um, black artists who, like, might, you know, thrive more in the pop realm. Um, I can't think of any right now, but, yeah. <laughs> Maybe Lizzo's an his own, actually. Lizzo, I say her name so like an app, Lizzo. 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 You, Lizzo. Can say, you can say the same thing about, like,
1: 2010 Rihanna.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's the thing. Although she's diverse in terms of the music she makes, but, like, no one would ever say that about her because she flips between both. But something about Lizzo seems to maybe cater to the white pop audiences more and that's okay like it's fine you know everyone's got their niche she makes music that's like fun and carefree it, it tends to be classified as pop and pop music is generally like usually upbeat and fun and you know about motivation and anthems and that kind of thing so it's fine mm-hmm. like why are we mad about that you know what i mean she's black she can do what she wants we're not we're not we don't fit in one box you know what i mean we're multifaceted individuals i might be able this i might present as this but then i might you know do this or whatever whatever so you can't don't put her in a box and it's okay for her to to you know make whatever music she likes feels comfortable with and whoever resonates with it as you said so yeah
1: exactly Ah, yeah it's just that's basically just like saying that black people only listen to r&b or that's not true that's simply not true like people have their different musical tastes you can listen to what you want so exactly Um, yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah exactly um, so you might start with the song, because I don't even know what this is about. But <laughs> Cardi B apparently has broken a tie with Nicki Minaj for having the highest certified female rap song.
1: Yeah, well, I think oh, I can't remember. I should have wrote the song
0: down. I can't remember what song it was. It's probably Bowdick. It's going to be Bowdick Yellow, I-, I Like It, I'm sure. It'll be one of those two songs.
1: Uh, I don't like it like that. But yeah, it's, um, I think it might have been a recent song. But anyway, that's not even the, the whole, only drama that they've been going through. So I know. But like, yeah, I
0: saw this. I did see this post actually about one of those songs. I think it was "Bird at Yellow." I like to be honest with you, um, because I know that one of those songs are both, if not, I think they're both um, diamond now. I think so. That's probably why this has been we worked this on the list. If that makes sense, it's been a while now. But yeah, so I can imagine. You know, it's the streaming era, and like, it's easier to access music now. And at Yellow was a big hit for her. And I like it was an intense, international smash for her. And obviously, you know, when Nikki was mm, releasing Super Bass and, like, Starships, so it was a, earlier 2010. And so streaming was, like, not even a thing, really, kind of thing. So, like, it makes sense. I'm happy for Cardi. Yeah, I've got it up now. Yeah, it definitely
1: was It was Burdock Yellow. And
0: I like it. Yeah, yeah. So well done to her. I think that's an amazing feat considering she's only been out for five years and she's only got one album out. So well done to Belkalis Alamanza. Came for a
1: verse, no album out.
0: <clears throat> and moving on to Nicki Minaj having issues with, with Big Laddo because we mm-hmm. might as well. Um so in short form, <clears throat> Nicki Minaj submitted so you have to submit your songs to the Grammys before a deadline. So the Grammys is in February. I don't know when the cut of point is maybe in November, whatever. So if you want if you want your song to be potentially nominated for a particular category, you have to put it forward for submission. So Nicki Minaj has submitted like songs like Do We Have a Problem for rap categories. And I believe Super Freaky Girl was submitted for like best rap song or something like that. Cool. Big Laddell's um big energy <laughs> is also submitted for um what do you call it, best rap song. Nikki Minaj got on live, on Instagram live the other day and was complaining because, not complaining but she was just basically showing frustration because she was saying that the Grammys have moved Super Freaky Girl from best rap song the best rap, best rap song category excuse me, I'm choking on nothing to the best pop song or whatever which is going to be contending with like people like Taylor Swift, Adele and Harry Styles. So, I what I think she mentioned Big Energy because Super Freaky Girl and Big Energy are both like kind of rappy, poppy kind of songs in my head. They're both rapping, they're not singing on the song at all. They're singing on Big Energy, but it's not loud like singing, it's, it's just background singing, whatever, cool. Right. Nicki Minaj mentioned Big Energy as an example and said, yes, this song is similar to Super Freaky Girl. So, if you're going to move Super Freaky Girl to the best rap, best, sorry, pop category, you should probably move Big Energy too fair statement she also mentioned so it wasn't just big energy she mentioned she mentioned drake's hotline bling and how drake won a grammy for that song in the best rap category but drake sings on that song and doesn't rap one piece and even drake apparently called them out and said um why am i getting nominated for best rap song when i didn't even um rap on the song i sang so he should have won on pop or r&b nomination or whatever cool so, this caused problems. Lotto DM'd Nicki Minaj. This is such a long story, but I won't round out quickly. And then said, I agree with you, but because of the last time they ended up... So they had a conversation on the phone, which Lotto leaked, eventually. And they didn't end, it didn't end on good terms, because they basically had a t- disagreement. So Lotto said, because of how things ended, Nicki shouldn't be mentioned in her song. But she agrees with her statement. And then that, it just kind of went off on Twitter from there. Like, they went back and forth. She called Nicki, Nicki Minaj do something petty,
1: like change her display picture to jt or something I mean that was with um cardi like a couple oh, okay. ago. this is why I just, I just i feel like Nikki's just too paid sometimes um but again i'll start in a second i so i was listening to the receipts podcast i think they were mm-hmm. talking about this very topic and they were basically saying was it the receipts podcast <laughs> no i think it was another podcast but anyway they were basically talking about this and they were saying how we could fix this whole mess and mm-hmm. In going forward, uh, for not just Nicki but for future artists, is they need to make a pop rap category because pop rap is a genre, and this is where mm. the confusion lies. Like, just make a new category, pop rap songs, and then there will literally be no confusion. There's no denying, there's no like debating whether it's rap or pop or whatever. Because, like you said before, I remember we were speaking about your Spotify rap Yeah, pop <laughs> rap is an actual like category, mm-hmm. so that that will just like solve the whole, all the issues. Um. And to be fair, though, like, obviously, Nicki Minaj hasn't even got a Grammy because she's been blacklisted. Basically. Basically, since her Roman Holiday performance. But um, we won't go into that. But yeah, so that's a whole another issue. But like I said, I think they just need to make a new category, pop rap. And I think that will just solve all the issues.
0: I think that's a great resolution. I think that's true. Because they've got a best um, rap melodic performance category. So that's like, to me, that sounds like sing-song rap. But then you're also right, like, there's generally pop rap. It's a thing now, like, generally it's a genre that has been... I think Nicki kind of coined it, I would say, from Super Bass in my head anyway. But um, it's definitely more prominent now in some songs. You, like, here, I Like It, you hear Big Energy, you hear Up, and you're like, mm, pop rap. And according to Spotify, it's pop rap. So, yes, by that definition, there should be, and that would definitely have saved this whole drama, you know what I mean? Because then, then Nikki would have probably put her song in that specific category, if anything. And then I'm sure Lotto would have done the same because I feel like this songs can be, you know, perceived in either way. But it was, I don't know, man. I just feel like, because I feel like she could have probably won a Grammy for Best Rap Performance for Super Freaky Girl because it's done so well with such a short place of time. And this would probably be the time where the Grammys could have, like, rectified their issue from, like, 10 years ago when they didn't give her the Grammy for Best New Artist and they gave it to Beck. Because that was clearly just out of spite. Because I haven't heard Beck since then. I haven't heard him do anything. So it's just like, what the hell? Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know I'm team Nikki for everything. I Maybe. think that sometimes she just needs to understand that she's Nicki Minaj. And she needs to understand the power that she has as a person. And sometimes just put it in the music and don't say too much. I think that's what I, I want her to know. And changing your display pictures. <laughs> Can you leave her alone? <laughs> leave her alone. She didn't say anything about that one. She just changed her picture. But yeah, no, I thought she just, I just want her to know who she is. Like, know your star power. You're you're like on the level with Beyonce and Rihanna. Like, you need to understand it. You are the you know one of the highest selling black females. You're up there with Rihanna and Beyonce. You need to just act like that. Although Rihanna you would never used it, Rihanna had a mean girl error and she used to cuss people onto it all the time. Beyonce would never. So in what I want Nicki Minaj to do is think, what would Beyonce do?
1: Yeah, you should meet. I think yeah, I agree with that. That's what that's that's kind of my gripe with her. Sometimes I feel like ever since the whole Queen era, <clears throat> she's just been becoming more and more known more so for her like pettiness and like arguments and stuff right. rather than her music. And I think it's just kind of like diminishing her stuff uh legacy a little bit, mm-hmm. which is frustrating because I, I'm I'm still with Nikki's dad. I just don't. I just think she just makes the wrong decisions sometimes. Like just get off live sometimes. Just yeah. Live. I
0: understand yeah, I get it. I get it's frustrating and I understand that like, I feel like she was she didn't speak for many years and so there's a lot of things that happened that would have conveyed her to be some kind of way. But I feel like her speaking out has painted her to be bitter, angry black woman, all these negative stereotypes and connotations. So that's what I think the problem is with her speaking out because of the way it, it has come across and things she has been saying. It comes across like she's spewing hate or being bitter or being jealous and I don't even think she's a jealous person I just think she's frustrated by the way that the industry have tried to handle her and I think that's really fair and I really I empathize I sympathize with her um
1: feelings in that way feeling that way I should say so. yeah I get where you're coming from I just think yeah I just like you said before I think she should just focus on the music sometimes um, exactly,
0: and um, so just in regard to this whole Nikki thing as well, like so recently in Quaver and Takeoff, have been doing interviews and stuff. We mentioned them about um earlier because of the Sweetie thing, and they were asked about Nikki versus Cardi, like who they'd pick. And I just thought it was this was on Drink Champs, so with the guy that won the joint award with um Young Miami um podcast. And that's what was a messy question because it's just like why do you not always ask about Nikki and Cardi B? Like I know we did it for our podcast like would you like versus this or that or would you rather whatever we did um, a couple of months ago. But like generally speaking, because they have affiliation with both, it was just a messy question which I think they did not have because they're both related to Offset and Offset is married to Cardi, and then Quavo and Nikki had a thing. I think they were dating basically, and obviously they had a music relationship too. But anyway, they both responded, take off and. Uh, Quavo, and they said nikki over Cardi. And I was just like, here we go. Cardi B tweeted, like, something about them. She said stand on it or something like that. And then I just feel like there's just things you just don't need to answer in regards to certain things. Because before you were team Cardi, but now you're beefing with Osset. You're saying, oh, Nikki When they also had a fallout
1: too. So I'm just like, pick a side and stick on it, man. Just just the whole card. Even just putting that aside, but the whole Cardi Nicky thing is just so tired now. Just let it go. For real, I'm
0: over it. Like we can, like, you can like them both and just keep it separate. You know what I mean? You can be friends with two people that don't like each other, and I don't think if they're not controlling or don't have like, pre- um, they're not overprotective or I don't know, feel like they control their friends or whatever. Then you know it can work. it will be fine. So I don't think they care about who they both have neutrals as well. I think. So like it's like as long as you just keep it pushing, don't gossip about either or to each other, you know what I mean? Or don't talk about Cardi to Nicki and Nicki to Cardi, then there's no problem. So
1: Exactly. Mm. Oh my god. Every week we talk about Nikki. She's just <laughs> I do, we we <laughs> do. the Nicki podcast. We do. <laughs> <laughs> um moving on from that though, in sad news. I don't know. Who... Yeah. Okay. So Brandy basically was reported that she was hospitalized after suffering a seizure, allegedly at her Los Angeles home. I don't know where that is right now. The situation. I don't know if she's better. I don't know what she, I don't know if she's still in hospital. But uh... she's
0: recovered. Um, okay. I believe she's out of hospital.
1: She's recovered. She's just taking time
0: to herself. I think. So she's good or getting better anyway, thank God. I remember when I saw that, I was like, no, not Brandy. I was horrified because I was thinking selfishly, I ain't seen Brandy on tour. I don't know where, she ain't going nowhere. You better, God, in her time, please and thank you, heal her. Exactly.
1: You better just, no. <laughs> no yeah, no. I was just like,
0: there's no way. If I saw, I I don't even know, God forbid anyway. So I'm glad that she's getting better because no, she's not even 50 yet. So God forbid, mm-hmm. no. Well, I'm glad she's better then. Exactly, me too. Um, in the UK, I thought we never talk about the UK. Like, you don't. We are uh, basically an American podcast, like, basically, y'all need to snap us up because we is from America, clearly. We want to be fluid out, yeah. (laughs) Period. I was brieven. um, so Maya Janma is set to host Love Island. Um, so she's going to be the new host of Love Island, which UK, because there's a love in the US as well. Um, so I'm excited for her. And apparently Ekinsu, who was a contestant in the last year's most recent Love Island UK, um, she was offered, apparently, a presenter role, or host role. But, um,
1: yeah, apparently she was offered and she just turned it down because she had other things to do, whatever. But people were kind of speculating about what <clears throat> well, they kind of Dragging things out of thin air And just being like Oh yeah uh, It can um, Maya is only doing it Because I can sue Can't blah, 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 and, and I can sue I think I think she responded Saying no That's not how it was at all So
0: Yeah I, she I, said she, That she I think she was offered But she said that She turned it down Because She um She feels like she does It's too early on In her career To so start doing mm-hmm. that kind of thing I think Coming off of the like, Just being on the show Like literally this year So I think that's where she came from. I don't think and I think when people offer these people things, I think they ask more than one person at a time, I'm sure. Of course they do. And then they compare like offers Mm. and who what the people are asking for and then maybe they might go for who's cheaper or they might go for you know who's got more experience or depending on that so i don't think they would have been like oh let's i can sue first and then don't ask my jam no
1: that, yeah and i think that's what i can see was saying she was like yeah. don't that's just you're, you're making stuff up that's not exactly. happening so, <laughs> yeah i mean I'm, I'm happy i'm actually excited for my job i think she's a really really good host um i like her as a person she hasn't got really anything she hasn't done anything to well that i know of that she's um that i don't like personally so i think it's good yeah I'm
0: interested to see how she will be as a host because I feel like the last lady. I want somebody that will ask important questions and like get down to the nitty gritty of like relationships and drama on the show. I don't want people to be too safe. I feel like there's a whole thing with ITV at the moment though, like with bullying and like this that kind of thing. So it's a bit difficult. But I think people want to see like the important questions asked and answered. So I, I think I hope my drama able to kind of like bring that out of the next
1: cast. it's mm-hmm. nice to see a PSC. Um... Getting the gig because of the last couple has been they've been white, so you know, nice. nice. The last one was
0: okay. terrible though. Like rest in peace to um Caroline Flack, mm. but um Caroline was I think a good host and generally good at like presenting generally because I remember having my ex mate Ollie. Um, I was gonna say Ollie vade Ollie Mers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I remember her from that. So the last lady was just dry man, so dry. I don't even know her name, but she was dry. Bye bye dry lady, mm. Laura Whitmore, I think. Bye Laura one
1: in ireland ireland <laughs> uh, yeah so yeah i'm happy excited to see that um so yeah moving on to some news that i really don't care about but the baby's album falls off the chart after one week um and uh, that's not on that so christina <laughs> to release <laughs> No, never, next. No, <laughs> <laughs> i honestly 100% don't care i just put it on there because it's news and maybe you guys care but i don't and i'm never gonna listen to the album so
0: never ever
1: yeah bye album i thought you must be so embarrassing though like for your album just to drop off the face of the he just, yeah. He really, just... <laughs> what's the word, Steamrolled his own career? Like? Literally, because like, he, like... he
0: was big. He was actually <laughs> such a big artist and he was doing so well. Like, even though I didn't know any of his songs besides like maybe two, I, he was doing well. They were all platinum and they were getting gold, like certified. He was on remixes of Dio Lipa and all these people and whatnot. And then just to come and end your career just like that, because you thought you would open your mouth and talk about things that don't concern you. That's yep. why you need to mind a business that pays
1: you. Yeah. hmm Yeah. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Sorry, uh, have you said, continue. Right. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, Christina Aguilera is gonna release um a stripped anniversary edition. I feel like it's so weird. This just shows our age because there's so many artists that we used to listen to back in the day that are releasing anniversary editions. I'm just like mm-hmm. Can we slow down, please? I'm not really I'm not ready to be an an OAP yet. <laughs> Literally, please slow down. Um so yeah, I'm just it's crazy just looking back at how how long these albums have been around. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm happy for Christine Aguilar because to be fair, I I much prefer her older music to her new music. I saw her live at Pride she wasn't that great, if I'm honest. Um, but yeah, stripped anniversary edition.
0: Woo-hoo. That was a good album. Um, mm-hmm. in terms of the songs I remember, um like the singles of like, I remember like Can't Hold Us Down, <laughs> uh-huh. Beautiful Beautiful's like one of the songs that uh-huh. it's always I think she's released a like um twenty two thousand twenty two version of Beautiful, if I'm not mistaken. Obviously. Yeah, I
1: saw that actually, yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. that'd um, be interesting. Dirty, classic, and The Voice Within is an underrated ballad, I think. No,
1: that's it's movie actually movie. that's such a good album, honestly.
0: It was a good album. Christina Aguilera was a bit urban. Yeah, just, yeah, Urban, I don't know, what to say besides Urban, I just remember she had white dreadlocks and um, she was punching people in the Dirty video and, yeah, she went through her, this is like, you know when Miley Cyrus went um, into her phase of, like, twerking and stuff, Mm -hmm. this is like a less, less appropriated way of doing that, I think. I would say. I don't know if people had a problem with it then, because we were like seven, eight when this album came out in 2002. But if they did, then OK. But for as far as I recall, I feel like, you know, it was OK for her to be a bit more urban. And maybe she was a bit more tanned and, you know, wearing a bit more,
1: I don't know, urban looking attire. than. I no, I you mean from. it was it wasn't we weren't as work then. So, there was a yeah, lot of so that was. Yeah, so it wasn't. I think not just her but a lot of artists did that they got away with back then they wouldn't get away with now so exactly in my head I always forget that she's like Latina. Mm-hmm. I always forgot that she was Latina when she started singing a Spanish song with that right, I was like oh I f- always forget that you're Spanish
0: yeah her name is Aguilera but she looks like a mm-hmm. she just looks like a like a normal well Latin. not Spanish I
1: should say Latin sorry
0: yeah she just looks like a like a normal like white person to me like I don't mm-hmm. really yeah I don't, I don't know maybe it's because her hair's blonde. I'm not used to like
1: Latin people maybe having blonde hair. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Maybe not it's not weird. weird, but yeah. Just and she didn't really back in the day she didn't really like mention it much, I guess.
0: Yeah. Although she had like Spanish albums, but like again, we wouldn't have known that because we weren't they weren't really released over here like that. Yeah. If they were. But yeah, mostly like American releases for the Spanish albums. Um so yeah. Mm-hmm. But yes, that is the end of our episode today. Um I feel like yeah, we've had a lot to talk about today. I f I I don't know, just thinking about things really gets me heated, like Jesse Nelson. But it's okay. It's all right. Now, this was a really
1: interesting, juicy hot topics.
0: It was. I felt like very enthused. Enthused mm-hmm. by the topics this time. Usually sometimes they're a bit dry, I can't lie. But Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there was that like one time that like I think it was like towards the end of summer, but all the hot topics were just dry and every time we even recorded I was just like <laughs> God, kill, kill me now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we were over it. Both of us just like, oh, we have to. Oh, gosh, we couldn't get this ramp to record. It was long. It's true. But, yeah, guys, Um, as you know, we have a playlist called the Rated Playlist on Spotify. And we usually add a new school song, an old school song. But the last two weeks, we've done like, album reviews and we interviewed Michelle. So we added songs specific to those episodes. Um, But we are back with our new and old school songs. And... I'm adding the old school song, so let me go first for one, because I always make all you go first. So I'm going to add Fantasia's Got Me Waiting from her first album, uh, which I can't remember. Was it called Free Yourself? Free Yourself. Free
1: Yourself,
0: yeah. Yeah, in 2004. And Sierra has songwriting credits on this song, which I think is really cool. That way you Sierra, like it. Sierra used to, like, write music and stuff for people, so I was, like, really geeking out about that. But yeah, um, Got Me Waiting. They used to. used to. You said used to, not me. I'm screaming. I mean, like <laughs> before she signed to her label, she was like a, she got a publishing deal, so she was like writing music for artists, and she wrote for Blue Control, one of her albums too, which I thought was interesting as well. So yeah, um, got me waiting. Fantasia, good song, classic Fantasia. Would love to see Fantasia on verses or in
1: concert, and yeah, what's your song, friend? That's a good choice. My um song is. Uh, 2021 song called Complicated by Mira Masa and Neo. I never have to say her name now. Yeah, I think it's Neo. Neo. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's just, oh, I love this song. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think his Girlfriend. Oh, He's no. Girl. I'm thinking of Mira May, sorry. No, yeah, no. Mira May, I, I think she's American. Right. No, Neo. no, no. Ah. But Mira Master, I think they're a group.
0: Oh, careful. Okay. I thought it a solo artist. My bad, my bad.
1: Nah, nah. Mira Master featuring Neo. Um, complicated
0: I like Naya. She's Bad Blood was one of my favourite songs um, Oh I love that song I didn't think you would bad listen bad to her
1: Because you don't really like um.
0: What's it called That's Yeah I No I messed with her Because that album was good And like Feels, like Velvet, Feels Just Like Velvet Was a good interlude I loved the album actually um, And um, What was the song I can't remember now But yeah I did listen to her Quite a bit Surprisingly That whole album I like, actually liked And Shay used to um Shay's Shay universe Used to cover her song quite a lot so it made me like um listen to her more basically
1: than I maybe oh cool I, I, I love her like her first two albums are really good
0: very very good yes um so yes guys that brings us to the end of the episode thank you guys for listening as you always do and for supporting us and we really appreciate the love that we received for the michelle episode if you haven't listened to that please go back and listen to it on Anchor, spotify and apple Podcasts too we spoke about social media mental health music and all things with michelle williams and she was a lovely lovely first guest and so we aspire to do further interviews in the future of course, and yes, guys, please continue to give us ratings. It really helps and um, improve the visibility of our podcast. So if you could please leave us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, we'd really appreciate it. And please continue to share and like, tell your friends about our podcast because why not? You know, yeah. And yes, if you have any com- conversation, any topics, or anything you want to ask us, or anything you think you should speak about, feel free to email us. At the rated podcast one at gmail.com. Our Instagram is at the podcast. My personal Instagram is at Carl CNN. <laughs> and we will speak at you next
1: time. Yes, we will. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.